0: Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, where we work together to do that and get some peace in our life and be human. We're all messy and that's okay. It really is okay as long as you learn how to manage it and you're in the right place to learn how to manage it. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about co-regulation. I get asked a lot about this and what does it mean and how is it different from self-regulation and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be diving into what it is and how you can do it and how helpful. It's really an amazing skill that we all could develop and improve on because it's really helpful to know how to help others when they're in stages of distress. And helping others is just so good for helping others, but it's also so good for you. Research shows that when we help others, we improve our own healing by up to 63, 65 plus percent. So if you're in a bad place and you think, oh, well, I can't really reach out and co-regulate someone else, I'm in such a bad place, think again. Because by reaching out and co-regulating, you're actually improving your own resilience and your own ability to help work on your own stuff by 63 plus percent, which is fantastic. Just before we begin, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, then you can subscribe to my Patreon account, where you can hear ad-free podcast bonus episodes, live Q&As, so just go to the link in the show notes and subscribe, and you can see me there as well. And as I always say, this podcast is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. If you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And now, onto today's podcast about co-regulation. What does it mean? Life can be hard, and it's easy to feel stressed, anxious, and out of control. What if there was a way to take back control? What if there was a practical way to detox your brain? This is now possible with NeuroCycle, the first ever scientifically tested brain detox app shown to help reduce anxiety and depression by up to 81%. Users are guided through a variation of audio and video, brain exercises and mind management lessons every day. I'm excited to share some of the latest features in the app, including guides for children and parents, detailed feedback and recommendations, written guides through days 22 through 63 of the NeuroCycle, and an easy way to track your progress. There are over 500,000 NeuroCycle users worldwide, and the app has helped change thousands of lives, including people trying to find purpose in life, overcoming fear, better sleep, improved relationships, managing intrusive thoughts, depression and anxiety, and so much more neurocycle is for everybody no matter who you are what you've been through or what you do you have an incredible mind and brain that is always on and needs to be managed so that you can live your best both mentally and physically this app is designed for individuals couples families businesses or corporations for everyone everywhere join us by committing just a few minutes a day and see how your life is transformed in just 63 days you will have begun rewiring your brain for a happier and healthier life Download the NeuroCycle app today and start changing your life one thought at a time. Just look for NeuroCycle on the iTunes App Store or Google Play or visit NeuroCycle.app. The link and more information will be in the show notes. Okay, so people ask me this all the time. So I'm going to do this as a sort of Q&A type thing as well because it makes it nice and organized. So first of all, what is co-regulation? Kind of what it says it is. It's helping someone else develop their self-regulation. So the person co-regulates by staying present with the individual, helping them navigate a challenging experience. So therefore, it pretty much involves a supportive relationship between two or more people that is process-driven. So co-regulation is process-driven, moving towards self-regulation. So you're pretty much helping a person when they're in a state of distress to manage through that, helping them to co-regulate with the objective of self-regulation. It should always be a very important guideline towards the pro it's a process-driven process towards self-regulation. And co-regulation occurs at different times and in different ways. So self-regulation is a, now talking about specifically self-regulation, this is a really important skill that we need to develop because this is how we can monitor how we're functioning and can keep ourselves in check. Let's say you've battled with extreme stuff like major addictions or because there was some deep unmet need inside you so you were using some sort of addiction, alcohol, drugs, exercise, whatever it may be to cope and you then do the work of finding out what that unmet need was and you reconceptualize and you do all the work that I talk about in terms of embracing, processing and reconceptualizing you have the healthy new thought built you remember how you were, but now you're functioning in this new mindset, that self-regulation needs to come into play because even though you have got the new healthy mindset, and I'm going to just hold up some trees, my famous trees, to help understand this. So here is the issue that was the deep unmet need that led to the addiction. You can't change your story, but you can change how it plays out inside of you and what it looks like inside of you. So so through the process of the neurocycle, where you embrace, process, and reconceptualize, the issue through the five steps over time, over cycles of 63 days, you then find out what the source is, you deconstruct, reconstruct, and you build the healthy new way of functioning. But notice this is done over here. This means that the toxic thought, and for those of you that are listening, I'm holding up green trees for the healthy thought, because t- thoughts look like trees, and I'm holding up a wiry thought that represents the toxic thought. And so notice it's gone from this position to this position, because you what happened to you, you can't change. So whatever was the underlying cause of that addiction, which is the example I'm using today, it's it's still there, but now it's lost its sting, lost its power, it's small, and it's now been transitioned or reconceptualized into the new way of functioning. But you still got to self-regulate because this is still part of your story. So self-regulation in this particular example means daily recognizing that if certain of your behaviors are like maybe you being more self involved or overcompensating or people pleasing or whatever it is that you notice that's disrupting your functioning, you need to be self-regulating to check, okay, well, why am I getting irritated? Why am I rolling my eyes? Why at my husband or wife or friend or whatever? Why am I snapping in this way? Why am I being defensive? Regulating your how you are showing up in your emotions and behaviors and perspective and body symptoms and regulating that, self-regulating that and saying, okay, well why am I doing this? Asking yourself some questions, doing the neurocycle to work out what that is and then reconceptualizing why you're doing that that day and possibly something here was triggered but this is your new way of functioning so it's kind of like regulating and making sure you don't go back to this because you can always regrow this you don't want to but you can always regrow the the, the, specifically the top part the way that you did cope because that's the top part the bottom part's the experience that you've reconceptualized but we can fall back into coping strategies which are the top part how you think feel and choose and how you cope Okay, so we don't want to do that. So self regulation is what we are going towards. So when we co-regulate, we are helping someone who's immersed in distress and operating from the from this functioning, and they are in such a state that they can't make decisions, they can't cope, they're overwhelmed. Then you come in as the co-regulator to help to get to the point where they can learn to self regulate. So there's a season where you are working with that person. Maybe it's in the moment. Maybe it's a whole lot of different moments as they work towards being able to self-regulate in that particular situation. So it's going to look different, obviously, at different times and different for different people, et cetera. But that's the basic principle operating. So it is a skill. Self, self-regulation is a skill that we increasingly develop over time and from childhood. So the sooner we teach our kids to regulate, self-regulate, the better. And this is why as parents, we are co-regulators. We are teaching our kids how to manage situations. So when they throw their toy across the room or they have that tantrum, it's to come in and help to co-regulate, to understand, okay, I know you're feeling worked up. You've just thrown your shoe across the room or your toy. That's not the way, you know, that's not going to solve the problem. But I understand you're frustrated. What do you need? And you go through the process of helping them in that moment just calm down before you can even say, what do you need? You may just have to hold them tight to just let them calm down, something like that to decompress and then co-regulate to find a better way of getting through that process. So this is something that we we teach our kids from young and and I'm writing a new book now for children and helping parents help their children with mental health and things like co-regulation and how to do it will be in there as well. I'm sure it will come as no surprise to you that to think well and manage your mental health, your brain needs proper nourishment. But many of us don't have the time to take multiple different products all day long for better brain and body health, more energy and optimized immune systems. This is why I love Athletic Greens. It has just what I need in one drink. Best of all, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy, honestly. Athletic Greens has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning when I wake up. Even my husband, who can't stand things that taste too green, loves his Athletic Greens in the morning. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food
1: source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your brain, your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy,
0: recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. To make it easy, Athletic
1: Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward
0: slash LEAF. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash LEAF to
1: take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and offer details will be in the show notes.
0: So basically self-regulation can be disrupted. So this self-regulation, this ability to regulate ourselves from very young, it's developing as a skill. But even if you are have kind of got something under control, and you are at whatever age, you, it can still be disrupted because life happens, and sometimes we get so immersed in a state of like the things that happen in life, we get overwhelmed, COVID and and relationships, and finances, and you know things you've got to do at work, and work pressure, and things that happen to your kids or whatever, and it can just be overwhelming, and you need to. Your self-regulation can be a little bit disrupted. And that's when someone comes in and co-regulates and supports. So co-regulating is helping someone. It's listening to them, it's validating their experience. It's understanding that they suddenly may be very frustrated and take that frustration out on you. And then you get mad and defend yourself and but to sort of step back and think, okay, maybe I can co-regulate here. Maybe I can just say, okay, I understand you're feeling very frustrated. What do you need? How can I help you? Hold their hand. Speak calmly. This is all helping them to then get themselves back under control so that they can then move towards self regulation. So, self regulation can be disrupted to varying degrees, especially during challenging life events and adverse circumstances, which is logical, okay? So, our self regulation can go out the door. And then we need the support of others. So, this is where co regulation is helpful. It's a way of helping someone who's struggling mentally and emotionally to rebuild their own self regulation skills which are needed to manage their mind. So essentially what I'm saying is that you've never arrived in terms of not ever needing co-regulation. You know, we we need to we are always developing our skill of self-regulation, but we need help sometimes. By the same token, we can't always be co-regulated. So we do need to enable our children to grow so that they don't create codependency, which I've done podcasts on, that they don't become codependent, that they can't self-regulate. And that's why I started off by saying, Co-regulation is is moving in, di- in a direction. it's a process towards self-regulation and getting the support you need as you need it. Sometimes when people are in acute distress, they may find it really difficult to think rationally or to problem solve, and this is, would then be a case where co-regulation is really important. So when you're in the state of of mental challenge, we've all experienced it, you, your, your mind is literally all over the place. So the energy of your mind is literally all over the place, which means your brain chemicals and your neurophysiology are literally all over the place, which has a downstream effect into how your brain is functioning, the oxygen levels, there's structural changes, there's genetic changes, there's a mess, okay? And this is why we talk about cleaning up the mental mess. And then that happens in your body too. Your gut starts reacting and your, there's an increase in inflammation and this happens with with cortisol and that happens with homocysteine and this happens with this and things, you know, there's a doubt, nothing works in isolation and it can be just momentary and as you co-regulate that can get under control again. So our state of mind is literally can get all over the place when someone's in distress. You get a chemical rush that causes a kind of neurochemical chaos in the brain. So the chemicals that are good, or everything about your body is good, but when it's Flowing in the if you have too much dopamine or too much serotonin or too little or too much norepinephrine or not enough noradrenaline or too much cortisol anything that's that's too much or too little that's out of balance comes from when our mind is all over the place from adverse circumstances so co-regulation is a fantastic way of helping a person to restabilize and activate their resilience when you have all this chaos that leads to you know less blood flow in the brain low energy in the brain. And we can see that in QEEG scans and various different types of MRI scans. This doesn't mean it's permanent brain damage. Absolutely not at all. Your brain is neuroplastic. So as you co-regulate, moving towards self-regulation, you can then restore that, the chemical balance. I don't like to say the word chemical balance because it has the wrong connotation, but you you can restore the, the correct chemical flow. You can get the two sides of the brain working together. You can get the right oxygen levels. Then this has a downstream effect into your GI system and your hormone system and your cardiovascular system. Your heart can then release hormones that increase your feeling of sense of peace through your body. You have more an increase in the theta wave in your brain, which is a certain type of energy wave that helps, that activates, I should say, when you feel, when you feel where you are being co-regulated, which moves you towards self-regulation and so on. So lots of great stuff. Another thing that happens in the brain when we are in a state of distress is that we have a drop in another type of energy wave called the alpha wave and we want that to be we want that to be operating in the best way because that gives us the ability to have insight and to introspect which then helps us to self-regulate more because when you are int- introspecting and, and and have insight and look at what like, what is going on in your unconscious mind and and link that to what you're doing and how you're showing up and putting those two together, that requires a lot of deep thinking and introspection in order to be able to manage and self-regulate the moment. So when people are in distress, that drops, okay? That, that self-regulation, that alpha wave is not working like it should. And that's almost like closing a door because when, you're, when you have a lot of alpha activity in your brain, it corresponds with deep insight. So by co-regulating, you can actually boost the alpha Wave energy form in the brain, which then facilitates our ability to get more resilient and start looking deeper inside, which is moving towards self regulation. Okay, so here are five steps towards becoming a better co regulator. So, all these five steps I'm going to give you now have a healthy and calming effect on the mind, brain, and body that can really help someone manage the stress response and prevent it from becoming toxic. So, this can increase the oscillations in the distressed person's brain in the correct way. Oscillations are the the wave oscillations. The wave oscillates and which generates a healing wave through the brain and the body, which I mentioned already, which increases what we call atrial nutritive factor, which is a hormone from the heart, which when that flows through the body, you get that, (gasps) you know, that sense of peace. You know, when you've been in like that really like worked up state and I have been there often, I still get there and I'm not ashamed of it because it's totally normal to to need self co-regulation and we have just like felt uh, and then my husband will come and give me a hug or he'll listen to me and I'll talk about it and he'll help me co-regulate and he's like amazing at that and I can feel this just it's going to be okay I just feel that peace I haven't solved the problem yet I still got to solve it but I feel I can do it I don't feel like I can't do it I feel like I've got that support and that's what co-regulation does and it's not that he's trying to fix me I tried to in the beginning of my marriage, but it didn't work. And I tried to fix him, but it didn't work. Co-regulation is not telling someone what to do. It's, not, it's basically being there for them and helping them to get into a calm state and then facilitating in a very collaborative way, in a very listening, non-judgmental, validating way, helping them through that process. And that's where the neurocycle is really great to follow those steps because the neurocycle helps to restore all this equilibrium back into the brain and the body. Okay, so here are five things. That you can do in that moment that will help someone if they're in a, that distressed state. So here's five really great ways of co-regulating. So the first one is establish eye contact. When you look into the whites of someone's eyes, it changes the neurophysiology. It brings a deep, meaningful connection. That deep staring, really, where, the, where you're literally looking into the whole eye, but where the white of the eye got, it has got something to do with the whole way that the optic nerve activates. There's the diff, the different parts of your brain and brings and helps to connect the front part, the prefrontal cortex with the limbic system, which is above the temporal lobe. And there's a, a, a more balanced flow instead of a chaotic flow. So by deep staring, like really, like even with a child, you could, you know, do this gently around their face. Even with an adult, is gently said, just, just just look at me for a moment. Just look at me. And you see that often, like in the movies, or you may have done it instinctively where someone's like freaking out. And you gently say, just look at me, just look at me, just look at me. So much better than very often people have thought or it's been some kind of a myth that if someone's freaking out, you know, scream at them. And sometimes you have to, if someone's totally freaking out, it may work sometimes where you scream at them as a co-regulation technique, but I am not in favor of that. The theory behind that and the thinking behind that is that it brings the person back, but it doesn't It make the person more frightened from the research I've done and personal experience and so on. But, you know, that's, I would much rather recommend gentle, gentle, loving, calming, even if you have to restrict like a child who's really freaking out. And even an adult is just bring them into that space. Just touch them, hug them, pat them on the back, that gentle pressure. I'm jumping ahead of myself. The first thing is get that eye contact, but you may have to use the gentle pressure to bring them into that eye contact Deep, meaningful connection says, I care, I'm tuning in, I'm here, I'm listening. So that's really, really important. It shows that you're with them while they're experiencing these emotions. This helps the person feel literally seen and can be very, very calming. And if you calm, you're generating all these electromagnetic photons, electromagnetic waves and photons that are calming that person out. You're sending out a love wave, which has a greater frequency than the, the, the chaotic wave that's inside of them. Then, then the next thing is to create the physical contact, which I started telling you about. And however, I have to stress that level of comfort needs to be comfortable for that person. So it may be that you do that and you just create, you know, like blinkers on a horse. You may just do this where you are. It may not be where they are. It may be that you just say, just, just look at me. So you create and define the space. It may be that you can do that closer to them. It may be that you can touch them and bring them back into your space. It may be that you just put the gentle pressure, either just touching one arm or maybe hugging them gently or just patting them on the back or gentle tapping. You know, you can use some tapping as well to calm people down. That can also help to just gentle tapping like this, even just with one hand. If they don't want you to touch them just on the person's back gently, just a little bit of tapping, it generates a very calming, soothing electromagnetic wave through the body. So it's that physical contact that people are comfortable. They've got to be comfortable. So maybe at first they don't want you to touch them. Don't invade their space if they can't handle the physical contact. And then maybe it will be just, could be just as little as reaching out your hand and saying, do you want to touch me or something like that, you know, um, and they can gently maybe touch with fingertips to fingertips. You judge that situation. Never force physical onto anyone. If we want to be healthier mentally and physically, One of the best things we can possibly do is get several hours of quality sleep every night. The brain and body heal itself when we sleep. It really is one of the most amazing processes, even if you're not conscious when it happens. But I know it's hard to get good quality sleep sometimes. Your mind keeps you awake, life is stressful, and there are often a hundred anxious reasons why you can't fall asleep at night. Thankfully, there are also ways we can improve our sleep quality and overall health, including taking magnesium. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough magnesium. No wonder so many people have sleep problems. But please do not run to the store to buy the first magnesium supplement you find. Most magnesium supplements use only the two cheapest synthetic forms. And, since they're not full spectrum, they won't support better sleeping habits. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium. And you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. That's why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bio-Optimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed at how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash leaf and use Doctor Leaf 10 during checkout to save 10% on your order. The link and details will be in the show notes. Then the third thing is, so once you've established eye contact and some level of comfortable physical contact, then the third thing is hear and validate the emotions. So, It's so important This you need to help this person by putting into words their experience. So very often that person is, they don't even, they're babbling maybe, or they're throwing out a bunch of words. So you can repeat back in like full of sentences. I hear you. I validate you. You're feeling very frustrated. You are so irritated. This is incredibly overwhelming. The more gently you say it, the calmer, the quicker they're going to calm down. But they feel heard. If you repeat back a version of what they're saying, they'll feel listened to. And say things like, it's okay to feel like this. You have a reason for feeling like this. I don't know what it is yet, and that doesn't matter. You have a reason. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you through this. That's what you want to convey to them. So you can do this by naming what you observe. If they can't say it, I see you frustrated. I see you angry. You can do this by offering calming, decompression techniques. Do you want to do some deep breathing? Let's do do the box method. Or just follow me. Just I'll count and you just breathe with me. Do you want to do some tapping? Do this. There's a lot of different things you can do. And I give lots of ideas for decompression in my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, and in my app, the NeuroCycle app. Okay, so there's, the, there's a whole section on the NeuroCycle app, but you can press that little button down there. And there's decompression techniques. And we're always adding, adding new stuff onto there as well. And as I said, it's in my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. So the biggest thing is you want to create an environment where all feelings and emotions are allowed and are sacred. I'm going to say that again. You want to create when you're co-regulating an environment where all feelings and emotions are allowed and sacred, very sacred. A person's experience is very sacred. What they are going through, no matter, even if they're two years old and you don't think it should be and that there should be discipline. be careful, that child is experiencing something that you don't understand. So you, in order to help them and understand, you need to create a safe calming environment where what they're going through is allowed and sacred and then can be shaped Obviously the younger the child the more co-regulation etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And then number four model self-regulating okay so modeling you self-regulating yourself. So co-regulation o- involves openly modeling how you self-regulate but only do this after steps one through three if necessary in that situation or you may just have to co-regulate in that situation. And then at a later point, say, hey, listen, I had a similar situation and this is what I did. And then maybe make sure that when you're in the next time when you are frustrated, and I've made a point of doing this with my own children and my husband, and even with my patients when I was practicing, that I would tell them I would come in maybe a bit flustered into a therapy session or, you know, and I'm very good at calming myself down very quickly, but I would use that as an example of, okay, okay. I am feeling flustered and this is how I've calmed myself down. So now I can totally tune into your needs. And that's modeling what you've done and I do it through the neuro cycle. So gathering awareness, reflecting, I may not have time to write. So I may just visualize for that step, recheck and active reach. And that gets you, gets you under control. So modeling that is really important, but it could be a 4 step. So once you've made eye contact, appropriate physical contact, eye contact, appropriate physical contact hearing and validating the emotions. So you've now created an environment where all feelings are safe and sacred and now you could model self-regulating and it could just be an explanation of how you did it or whatever, if appropriate. And then the next thing that you would do is when appropriate, help the person use self-regulation techniques. So once they are calm and at a place where you can, that you've talked them through to that point where they seem to be back in charge of the emotions and behaviors and so on, that you can then say, okay, why don't we practice in case this happens next time? And then you can use the the neurocycle to help you to do that because that's the system of how you get your mind under control for whatever. It's basically just how you drive your mind to drive your brain. It's getting in touch with that deep spiritual inner wisdom to help manage the messy mind, the wise mind managing the messy mind. That's essentially what this neurocycle is doing. So it's detoxing the brain in the process. So using it in co-regulation, modeling it, you you modeling it and then helping the person learn how to do it, or maybe they know it and you're just reminding them of how to do it. That is, a, that is an amazing way of helping them get tuned into the process of self-regulating, tuning into that deep wisdom to manage the, uh, manage the external, active, uh, external behaviors. So self-regulation is in ultimately us being able to, is where is we co-regulation will go to self-regulation, as I've said. It's our ability to stand back and observe what are we saying, what are we doing, what are we feeling in our body, what are, we, what are our emotions that we're experiencing, what is our bodily sensation and what is our perspective. Let me say that again because I said it in a bit of a muddly way. So first of all, it's, understanding, it's observing our emotions. What are we feeling? Then it's our behaviors. What are you saying and doing? Then it's your bodily signals. What are you feeling in your brain and your body? And then it's your perspective, this three funnel into the perspective. So what's the actual perspective? And this is in the moment. So it's being able to tune into those and then to say, okay, once I've done that, now I need to work through the neuro cycle to find how I can reconceptualize this. And then what's my active reach? What's my action? What's my step going forward? And if it's a big thing that you're helping someone co-regulate, you know, maybe this has to be done multiple days in a row, like especially young children. And as they, as you teach them, as they're growing there's going to be a lot more co-regulation on a regular basis because you're teaching your child versus an adult where it's intermittent based on adverse circumstances where it would increase the need for more co-regulation moving
1: towards self-regulation. Are you missing out on your favourite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored with Netflix, Why not take it for a spin in the UK? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you. With 5,000 plus server options, no show is out of your reach. Using my link, http://nordvpn.com, cleaning up your mental mess, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan plus one free month. Of course, you all love to watch your favorite TV episodes at once, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so that you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive websites and malware, even if you download an infected file. Threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with their 30 day money back guarantee. Give it a try. And if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never even happened. Check out my link at http forward slash nordvpn.com forward cleaning up to get your subscription started today. The link and details will be in the show notes.
0: Well, I hope that this has helped you. And I just want to end off by saying that you know what can what can co-regulation help with basically and this is a little bit of sciencey stuff going into a little bit of sort of more background science the self-regulation that happens on this conscious level is called active self-regulation and while this is happening consciously what we're doing is we are actually tuning in with our non-conscious level and that's dynamic self-regulation Now, 90 up to 95, if not more, percent of the day is driven by what's in the non-conscious mind, which is a very, very intelligent part of you. And it's all the things of life that we have coded and wired into us, neural coding inside of us. So we're absorbing a lot of stuff and that absorbing the environment just by the nature of being human is not something that we regulate until we see its impact. When we see the impact and it's negative, then we need to edit the code. So self-regulating is this editing of the code. And when we consciously and deliberately looking at those four signals, our emotions, our behaviors, our bodily symptoms, and our perspective, we are editing the code. We are learning how to tune in and then that reverse engineer back to what's the thought behind why I have these, these signals and round to the processing of where this came from and then how can I do this differently, or how can I see this in a different way? So when you're doing that process, your your non mind is um, operating on what we call a dynamic self-regulation basis, where you are getting your wise mind to talk to the messy mind. So your non-conscious mind dynamically is always dynamically self-regulating to help you. It's always looking out to help you, your deep spiritual nature, your wise mind. So it's always looking for the things that can disrupt you and then making you aware of them. And when we tune into those consciously, then we've got Self-regulation on the conscious level interacting with dynamic self-regulation on the non-conscious level, and the more we practice that, the more skilled we become at self-regulating. Doesn't mean you're never going to need co-regulation. As I keep saying, things happen, and every situation is unique, and we're all going to need the help of other people. But if we get better and better at, at self-regulating as we go on, and better and better at co-regulating, because as you self-regulate, you become a better co-regulator because you understand. Yourself. So you, you, you get a better understanding of what you needed. So you're much more compassionate and not trying to fix people and, and so on. So as you co-regulate with someone, this also activates the mirror neurons in their brain, which is another sciency thing. And our mirror neurons are all over the brain. And basically what we're seeing is we are activating resilience inside of their brain. So by looking at them, the eye contact, the physical contact, the modeling, all the things I've said, you're basically activating a very good response in the brain. So the brain is learning and your non-conscious mind is working with your brain to code in this process to your advantage. So the modeling part is really important in terms of the mirror neurons because the model that you see for self-regulation is wiring in, even if you're not consciously aware of it because you're so worked up. But by watching someone co-regulate and themselves and teach you and modeling how to, to, co-regulate, to self-regulate through the co-regulation process, is going to improve your own resilience because it's coding in. And then when you need it next time, it's already a little tree in there and it just gets more developed and more developed and so your skill improves. It also trains you to recognize when you need co-regulation and so you ask for help quicker, which we sometimes don't do. We sometimes leave it and suppress it and don't deal with it quickly enough. So co-regulation is something, as I've said many times in this podcast, is something that we all need. Sometimes in our life we need help. Co- be, we need to be co-regulated, and we need to co-regulate others. So this is something we all do. We should learn to do as much as possible and do it in, a, in the most efficient way as possible. Because co-regulating is how you can help others. And always remembering that you're not fixing them. That's why I love the concept of co-regulation. Moving towards self-regulation, as I keep on saying. So you're not there to fix someone. You're there to do. It's this collaborative relationship where you are recognizing someone's distress, being there for them to get them into the mental and physical state where they can then move towards self-regulation. We all need help in co-regulation at times. The younger, the child, young children obviously are learning, needing more and more co-regulation as they are, as you are teaching them about life, all moving towards, as I keep stressing, self-regulation. So I hope this has helped you and I hope the the five points of how you can improve co-regulation is something that you'll start practicing because it will really help you help yourself and help others. Look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself